thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Forgive us for getting carried away in his presence. This is what church is supposed to be like. Hallelujah. When we flip off the cup of religion for just a few minutes and we do what they really do in the presence of the almighty God and we really don't care what's going on in the world. We don't care what somebody thinks. We don't care what somebody thinks, how they see us, what they think about us. It doesn't really matter. We we just recognize that we are in the presence of the almighty God, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the one who has no equal. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. Hallelujah. Please be seated, please. Ooh. Ooh, excuse us. Excuse us for being in church. We were in church. That's what we were. Somebody said, what are they doing? We're in church. We're doing what they should do in church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, just one or two notes and let's get in the word of God. I want to say a big thank you to uh, all our ministers, our children's parents and I thank God for Dick and Zini and um, everyone that helped for her coordinating. And I hear you guys had such a blast yesterday. I, I was jealous when I got the report. I, I got the report and I was really jealous. I love being amongst children, you know. And uh, I understand. Was it Ebune you said was beating everybody on musical chairs? He was not playing. Oh my gosh. Well done. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well done. But thank you all so much for making that happen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everyone that participated in that. Thank you. We're so thankful. We're so thankful. I also just want to take a moment to thank all our ministers, our pastors, our deacons, our deaconesses for this year 2023. Can we all just lift up our voices, clap our hands, and thank God for all our ministers, everyone that makes things happen in this place, all around, all around the country, all around the world. I really, really want to say a big thank you to people that are playing very key roles in our ministry. I really want to thank God for all these pastors. Thank you, these ministers. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Those that we can see and those that we cannot see. Uh, this is a very big moment for us um, in our global walk around the world. Um, this In this season, um, the Lord helped us. I think I mentioned this in the prayer chain or prayer intercessors meeting last Monday. Um, in this season, the Lord helped us uh, sow our first major seed. Uh, to the nation of Pakistan. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo! It took a year. It took a year, but finally our first seed to the nation of Pakistan is being sown in this period. Hallelujah. And I really just want to thank God for and it's not being sown from the United States. It's not going from our accounts. It's going from our ministry account in Ghana. Our global ministry account in Ghana. Who would have thought about it? That one day Abundant Life will be sending missions funds from Africa to Pakistan. Sending missionaries from Africa to India. And all over the world, we're just getting started. I said, we're just getting started. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is a God of strategy. What you see is not what 
it really is all the time. The way it appears is not what it really is all the time. There are things hidden that you can't see. When you confront a wall, when you confront a Goliath, what it appears to you like is not what it always is. God is a God of strategy. There is so much, so much that God can do that the mind of man cannot fathom. Hmm? The mind of man cannot even conceive it. There are things God is planning now for your next five years, your next ten years, and you don't even know about it. You have no idea. So I'm so thankful for all of this traffic that is going on. At the same time, um, I want to thank Pastor Stella very much who is helping us um, work on that. Let's thank God. You don't see her. You don't see her. She's out there, all the way out there in Ghana. And as she's um, doing all of that, um, with all those different ones, she's also heavily invested in a mission in Ghana right there in this period. So we thank God and we are also investing in that. We are also, um, in this period, sending out of that same (laughs) missions account in Ghana, sending support to Uganda in this same period. In this same period. Hallelujah. 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 Mm. Glory to God. And uh, there are two more things I'm believing God for. So I'm going to put it out here. This is not local. This has nothing to do with local bills. You know, bills have to be paid. They will be paid. (laughs) <laughs> we don't live to pay bills. We live to serve the Lord. Bills are side they will be paid. Amen. But I have two more things I'm believing God for. So if you can partner with me in that, I would really be thankful. Of course, we will take a forefront role in that. Um, we have an end of year major campaign in India. And um, I'm believing God to send a major fund there. We just sent something this past week. Thank you, Dickin Kermit. Um, but we have a major campaign at the end of the year there in India. So I'm believing God for a major seed Amen. to go to India between now and the week after Christmas. So I'm not taking an offering, but if the Lord ministers to you, because I know some of you hear the Holy Spirit. <laughs> there are some people online that are hearing the Holy Spirit today. Some people here. And uh, in a major campaign, you know how they do over there. So um, that's very strong in my spirit. And uh, then one more, there is um, there's a very major um, a foundation. You can. It's called You Can Foundation in Kaduna, Nigeria. Um, it's a ministry that we support that helps underprivileged kids, children, youth. And uh, some of them are homeless. You know, uh, Kaduna is a strong Muslim enclave. They help with education. They help with different things. Um, I know I've never really talked about access to success. Access to success is led by one of my spiritual sons, Andrew Molly. Ah, Andrew Lovedale. Andrew and Molly Lovedale. Excuse me. Hallelujah. I'm in the spirit. And, uh, you know, um, I serve on their board. And um, I'm extremely blessed by the work that they are doing. Um, But out of access to success, uh, which is based in Benin City, and uh, God, God has used Andrew greatly. It always just, it totally amazes me what the Lord has done through Andrew over the years. And uh, it will amaze you. Um, I mean, what the properties, they've just built a huge youth center in Benin City. Um, we've just bought another piece of land that is dedicated strictly to raising uh, business people and entrepreneurs out of that part of the country. I'm very excited. Um, you Can Foundation came out of access to success and um, the the uh, leader of it has also become a spiritual son of mine. 
and uh, he's doing an amazing work in Benin City, in, sorry, in Kaduna in Nigeria. And I know that they have a major need in this Christmas period because he told me that. And I am believing God. It's one of my major targets. I'm believing God to send a major seed between now and the end of the year to Yukan Foundation in Kaduna. So, you know, if the Lord speaks, the Lord speaks to some of you here, the Lord speaks to some of you online or people that might hear this after the, afterwards. Um, these are all part of the things that our global ministry is engaged in. Hallelujah. We're not local people. We're not, yeah, we believe. And, you know, we do everything we can to help locally, to, we, we help people. We do a lot of charitable things, not just here in Ohio. Um, in other parts of the country as well. Amen? Amen. Um, but our, our foreign missions, our foreign global missions, uh, is a very, very key part of what Abundant Life International Church Commission is about. And uh, I'm deeply and very heavily invested in it. Very. So if the Lord does minister to you, you know the way it works, right? Some way or the other, it will get done. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. So I'm, I'm really thankful to all these people. I'm so thankful to all these workers, all these ministers, and, and even the ones that the Lord's joined us with over the years. I'm really, really thankful. I mean, it so inspires me. All these people that are serving God all over the world and just giving everything that they have. Everything. I mean, it's amazing. Um, um, you know, the, the first time I, I just totally, you know, bonded with Andrew and Molly, um, you know, they used to live in Cleveland at the time, and uh, Molly just had their first baby, um, Osas, who is a big, <laughs> big boy now. And, uh, you know, she was in the hospital, you know, and, and I went to see her, and uh, Andrew was, was there, and, you know, they started, I mean, I just... You know, sometimes we think missionaries are people who are sitting in the corner of the world somewhere who have nothing and who are trying. Yes, those, sometimes those are missionaries. You know, we have a lot of missionaries like that. We have a beloved pastor um, that we've supported for many years. Uh, Dick and Kermit, you know him. Um, pastor Koyejo, who is in Nigeria Republic, I understand many people now <laughs> from Nigeria moving to Nigeria Republic. I couldn't believe it when I was told uh, this past week or two weeks ago by uh, by the Folarians, Brother Tox and Sister Shayo, um, and their parents, that so many people are moving from Nigeria to Nigeria Republic now because the conditions in Nigeria Republic are better than the conditions in Nigeria. I couldn't believe it. I mean, at the time that uh, uh, Pastor Koejo, who is uh, who's been a mission here, and his wife, uh, Lola, for almost 30 years, really. And uh, the Lord's really helped us to support them for a chunk of time, for well over 20 years, if I'm not mistaken, um, off and on. And, um, but just about every month, every two months, they receive something from this ministry. And uh, raise their children send their kids out here to, uh, think, uh, to Tulsa. Uh, one of their, I think it was their, no, their daughter was in New York. Their son, I think, is right now in Tulsa in Bible school. It's amazing to me. They were missionaries, and they gave their children the best education possible in America. <laughs> amazing. But way back then, when they started, you know, nobody, nobody, Nigeria Republic, the way they described it back then, and even recently, you know, there was a coup d'etat there, and uh, it was a lot of, you know, and we got word and all of that. And I mean, it's amazing uh, to hear that people from Nigeria are actually running to Nigeria Republic was quite interesting to me. Couldn't believe that. So we pray for Nigeria. Nigeria is a nation that is so well endowed, so blessed, so blessed, amazing. The blessing of God in that nation, but so much mismanagement. A lot of selfishness, greediness. Even believers, Christians, when you know, I know Christians when I was a pastor in, in northern Nigeria, I knew Christians that were real solid Christians who, you know, finally they went into government and before they went into government, we were all praying together that the Lord will send believers to government so that they can make a change. People of integrity, righteous people and all of this. 
And they got into government and we couldn't recognize them. These were people who went to prayer meetings regularly. Fasted and prayed that God would send people to government. They got to government and we could not recognize them. They became part of the bribers. They became part of the people taking kickback. I mean, they became a part of the mess. Please pray for Nigeria. And you know out of Nigeria, there are missionaries all over. The, there is nowhere you go where you won't find a Nigerian. There is nowhere. In, uh, the other day, somebody said they found some Nigerians. <laughs> where, where is that cold? <laughs> Alaska. They said they found some Nigerians in Alaska. <laughs> oh, I love my people. Glory to God. But look, just wanted to give you a little peek into some of the things that are going on. It's not all local. It's not all, you know, life is beyond just here and now. There's so much more to life than you paying your light bill, my friends. The significance of life is way beyond you getting that next blessing. The next blessing is good and God will bless you. But life is so much more than that. And God is calling people. He's probably calling some people in this service today because I didn't plan to say any of these things I'm telling you today now. But it's probably calling people, many people, come on, partner with me. Let's do the work. And some people say, if, if I, you know, I'm so scared. If, if I go into the ministry, I'll be poor. That's not true. No, that's not true. Look at us. We're not poor. We have been poor once. But it has not become our personal, our, our, our final destination. Right? So, you know. A matter of fact, I love it now. When I look back, I love the beginnings of my life and the beginnings of our ministry and the beginnings of our family. I love it because I saw that God was actually training us. There's no better way to get training than through adversity. Because when you learn to overcome, anywhere you go, you just find out you can overcome anything. Nothing faces you. Listen, there is nothing on this earth that can threaten me. It is impossible. Nothing has been created that can threaten me. It is impossible. And I look back, I believe that part of why is because of my training. The beginnings. Real hardship and hardness and difficulty and hunger sometimes and poverty and pain and lack. But it did not remain. Hallelujah. Look at all the nations I've mentioned to you this morning that we are personally invested in and sometimes personally and sometimes in the min- from the ministry we are involved and I've not told you half of it. Right? Because we have learned you are not just living this is not you know if I can just pay my life if I no 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 that's not why we're here. Because long after you are gone, they will still be charging light bills. (laughs) Your children's children will pay light bills. And when you get to heaven and God says, what did you do with all the resources? I guess you can say, I pay light bills. He says, what? But your children's children are still paying light bills. (laughs) Hallelujah. Why did you waste all the resources I gave you doing things that everybody after you will still be doing? And you left some things that only you could have done while you were on earth. You left them undone. You left them undone. Because you are the only one who can do some things. God put you in place. He connected you. He put you in position to do some things. You are the only one. There's no other person who can do it. So you get to him, you say, what did you, I pay, I pay, Lord, I pay my mortgage. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will say you could have done more than that. Glory to God. Oh, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Are you excited? You don't look like you are. I said, are you excited? Come on, stand to your feet. Clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice.
face of triumph. Clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Let me take a few minutes and minister the word of God before we take communion today. The shout of the king is among his people. Numbers chapter 23 and verse 21. He has not beheld iniquity in Jacob. Neither has he seen perverseness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him. And the shout of a king is among them. My friends, your shout counts. My friends, your shout counts. Your shout is, is sending messages in the spirit. The shout of the king is among them. What do you do when you know the king is around? You start shouting. <laughs> you start shouting. You are so overwhelmed. You are so overcome. You, you lose, you lose your dignity. I like that song you guys sang earlier. What was that? Uh, excuse me if I said so. What was that? If I, yeah, undignified. Yes, I like, I like undignified. We used to call it undignified. <laughs> I learned later, it's not dignity, it's not undignified. It's Digni, digni. There's no I after the G. <laughs> I love it. Hallelujah. It may not sound right, but it is still praise. I said it may not sound sexy, but it is still praise. Hallelujah. And God loves the shout of his people. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. He has not beheld iniquity in Jacob, neither has he seen perverseness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him, and the shout of a king is among them. I read to you the earlier part, the first part of that uh, scripture in the New Living Translation last week. For some people who don't know, for some people who don't understand. There are many believers going, I don't know what God's plan is. I don't know if this bad thing happening. I don't know if God planned it. I don't know what God is trying to do. I don't know where God is upset. I don't know where. No misfortune. This is Numbers 23, 21 in the New Living Translation, the first part. No misfortune is in his plan for Jacob. No trouble is in store for Israel. For the Lord, their God, is with them. Oh, for their, the Lord, their God, is with them. Somebody said, the Lord, my God, is with me. There is no misfortune in his plan for me. There is no trouble in store for my family. The Lord, my God, is with me. And the roar of the lion is rolling out of me. Somebody say that. The roar of the lion is rolling out of me. You know, in this same scripture, it talks about the lion. They are like a lion. <laughs> they are like a lion. When you know God is among you, my friends, it's not tears, it's a shout. It's a shout of victory. No matter what you are confronted by, no matter what you are dealing with, it's not a cry of pain and sorrow. Because the king is around. How can you be shedding tears when the king is around? He said the king is among them. The king is among them. <laughs> when God brought them out of Egypt, he brought them out with the strength of a wild ox. The strength of a unicorn. 
The Lord is a man of war. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. When the king comes into the camp, my friends, we are not desperate. There is no emergency. We shout, we shout in praise, we shout for glory. Hallelujah. Let's get rid of this religion. When the king is in the camp, he brought them forth out of Egypt as it were with the strength of a unicorn. Surely, there is no enchantment against Coyote. There is no divination against the household, the Tadeshi household. According to this time, in due season, it shall be said, look what God has done for them. Look what God has done for them. <laughs> in due season, very soon, it will be said, the people will proclaim, look what God has done for them. <laughs> Behold, the people shall rise up as a great lion. The king is among you. How can you be crying like you have no God? How can you be so sad like you are alone? The God of the universe is your God. He is the king. And the shout of the king is among. Come on somebody. Clap your hands all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. <laughs> My friends, we serve a supernatural God. He has not changed. Anybody, I don't care how long they have been saved. I don't care if they are pastor, bishop, apostle, pope, whatever. If they ever tell you God does not do miracles anymore. Miracles is a thing of the past. God is different today than he was in the Bible. They are liars. I'm telling you right now, they are liars. Our God has never changed. He's a God of miracles. He's the supernatural God. There is nothing too difficult for our God to do. I'm telling you right now, that's why he deserves the praise. He deserves the glory. He deserves the honor. He deserves the worship. I don't care who it is. I don't care how long they have been in church. If they tell you God has changed, he is no longer God. They are liars. My God is still a God of miracles. My God is still a God of open heavens. My God is still a God of uncommon favor. My God is still a God of the supernatural. Because that door remains unopened before you does not mean God has changed. It means you have not found him. It means you have not found his plan. I know people love messages that help them to stay in their sorrow and in their pain. Believe me when I tell you I have been there. But it changes nothing. To wallow in crying all day, all night. To be sorrowful and to be mournful. And to feel self-pity, to feel sorry for yourself, will never change anything, ever. It will never change anything. Because you will never see it in the Bible where he says, God is touched by your sorrow. He's not touched by your sorrow. Yeah, he's touched by the feelings of your infirmities. And he comes to help you. But how does he help you? He helps you by invoking faith in you. He challenges you to believe. Hmm? While you are crying, say, God will say, believe, believe. God will say, don't you know I'm God? I've never changed. Why are you feeling sorry for yourself? My address is still the same. It has always been. Why are you crying in the middle of the night? Why me? Why me? Why me? Have you forgotten I'm still your God? That's what he does. That is exactly what God does. God is never going to come and say, oh, you are feeling sorry. Oh, oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. Totally get it. I get it. Let me cry a little bit with you. That might help. Let's cry together. No, no. No. 
He is the king. I said he is the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know time is, time is running real fast. I have so much that I'm going to try to close quick. Joshua chapter 6. When you are standing in a place where you have never been before, confronted by opposition that you have never seen before. My friends, remember God. Don't be so focused on the problem, on the opposition, that you lose sight of who is there with you. My friends, remember God. Slap your neighbor, say, remember God. Say, today is a day to remember God. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Woo! Did you really slap him? You gave it to him? Real good? Real good? <laughs> um, this is your chance. This is your chance. You almost got it. You almost got it. You've always wanted to do it. And now pastor said, just do it. <laughs> just do it like Nike. Just do it. <laughs> and then you miss the chance. This is easier. You would have done it and said, huh? Hey, babe, what I am not babe right now. I'm I'm the daughter of the king. Hallelujah. A pastor said to slap you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I said glory to God. The Lord is God is with him. The Lord is God is with him. The Lord is God is with him. My friends, the Lord our God is with us. The Lord our God is with us. The Lord our God is with us. Yes. Yes, I I can see the walls of Jericho. Yes, I can see the gates are tightly shut. Yet I can see there is no way in and there is no way out. But I know a God. He is a God who knows the way to the city. He is a God who can do the impossible. He is a God who can open locked doors. Shout hallelujah somebody. Now Jericho was straightly shut up. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 1. Because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. What do you think the children of Israel experienced at this point on their journey? After they have come through this long journey. Suffering and suffering and suffering. Adversity after adversity. Finally. They got through the last hurdle. That last hurdle was called the Jordan. This is where we have been headed the last 40 years. Generations of our fathers and our father's fathers have perished in the wilderness. When we got to the brink of the Jordan, it brought back memories of what we had heard about what God did with the Red Sea. Supernaturally, God gave instruction to Joshua and told him how to cross the Jordan. And his word did not fail. It was a different instruction from the one God gave Moses when they stood by the Red Sea. My friends, let's be careful. Let's not take God for granted. Let's not take God for granted. You can't stereotype God. You can't say because God did it this way last year, because he did it this way 10 years ago, I'm just going to go do exactly the same thing. God is not a God who, who reasons solutions. He's not a mental God. He's a spirit God. You know how people come around problems? And the first thing is they go to their mind. They start figuring. They start calculating. They start trying to put it together. 
God is, 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 God is a God of the supernatural. He's a spirit God, not a mental God, not a mind God. Your mind is too limited for what God wants to do for you. That's from the Holy Spirit. You should write it down somewhere. Your mind is too limited for what God wants to do for you. Your mind is too limited for what God wants to do for you. Your mind is too limited for what God wants to do for you. God is a God of strategy. He has a plan. There is a way through the wilderness and God owns the GPS. We can find a way through the wilderness if you can find God. If we can find God's strategy, we can find. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. Yeah, but if we can find God's GPS, if we can find God's plan, we can find a way through the wilderness. Your mind is too limited for what God wants to do for you. Can you imagine Moses standing by the Red Sea? Trying to figure it out in his mind how they are going to cross the Red Sea. How many, how many wagons can help them here? Maybe they need to build uh, big ships and big boats. What's that new thing um, Elon Musk is building? Maybe they need cyber trucks. We need to go into the lab and try to design some, some cyber ships. That can help us cyber boats. That can help us get through this Red Sea. Where are all our top engineers, top brains, top mathematicians, physicists. People who know, who know strategy and equations. Bring them together so that they can create a cyber boat that can carry us through. Oh wait, cyber boat to carry us through the Red Sea. But there is two million of us. So, let's say we can even build one cyber boat. Or two or three. How do we get two million? And the Egyptians are behind us. Right there. We don't have time. There's no time. How? Your mind... Is too limited. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Then I'll do this. Then I'll do this. And it's all from your mind. It's too limited. Your mind is too limited. For what God wants to do for you. That's why many people are trapped in the wilderness of life. And they will remain trapped. Until they see the light. What do you tell us, Pastor Man? How many miles from Mara to Elim? Like five miles? Five miles. I put it in one of our new devotionals that I'm writing. <laughs> I didn't I did credit you, okay? I did, not, I did not credit you, okay? You will not get that credit. You already got your credit when I thanked you from the pulpit. That's all the credit. <laughs> <laughs> when blindness seizes a hold of people, they can't see beyond their nose. The miracle that God prepared is just five miles away. Five miles, but they couldn't see it. Who has ever been into the future? No man has ever been into the future. God has, my friend, I have to close this always one o'clock. God has a strategy. That can completely transform your life and it is not in your mind. It's not in your mind. You can't think it up. You can't devise it. <laughs> so, he's, he saw the place shut up and Joshua is looking at Jericho. Got to close. He's looking, how, how are we going to get through this? And you know where he's coming from? A place of pain. They have pain. They've just been circumcised. Everybody, well, he wasn't. All the children. Nobody's leaving the camp. And Joshua is there. You know, in the previous chapter, he came to pass, verse 13, chapter 5, verse 8. When, when Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and he looked. And behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said, and said unto him, are you for us? 
Or are you for our adversary? I want to ask you a question. Do you believe? I want to ask. It's not a trick question. Do you believe that Joshua had a revelation of Numbers chapter 23 verse 21 when he asked this angel this question? It's not a trick question. Look at the question he asked the angel. Are you for us? Or for our adversaries, I'm asking you. Do you believe, because Numbers 23, 21 was written by Moses. And Joshua read it. (laughs) Is this news to you? Huh? You know Numbers 23, you know the Pentateuch was written by Moses. At this point, Moses is dead. Dead people don't write the Bible. <laughs> but I want to ask you, this was already written. What does Numbers 23, 21 say? We just read it in this service. We just read it. What does it say? Well, read it from the beginning. What is it? Start from the beginning. Uh-huh. 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 Do you believe Joshua had a revelation of this scripture? When he was asking the angel, uh angel of God, I can see you are very tall. I know you are powerful. Are you for us or for our adversaries? These are many Christians. Ask God. God, what are you doing? How much longer do I have to wait? I've been waiting for five years. When are you going to? I can see some of you are already tired of this message, but the Lord wants me to keep preaching. (laughs) The Lord said, I can hear you say, son, keep preaching. (laughs) Keep preaching. You will save them from Jericho. (laughs) Hallelujah. You will save them. Clap your hands on you people. Shout out to God with a voice of triumph. Do you believe Joshua had a revelation of Numbers 23, 21? When he asked the angel, are you for us or against us? What did Numbers 23, 21 tell them? He has never beheld any iniquity. He has not beheld any of this evil. In fact, in the New Living Translation, he said, no, there is no misfortune in his plan. No misfortune. God can never be, a, he can never be against you and he can never be for your adversary. You, you need to get a revelation of this. God can never be against you and he can never be for your adversary. You need to get a revelation of this. God can never be against you and he can never be for your adversary. So then what did the angel answer? He said, no. No, what? This is what happens. When people ask a lot of questions and they just keep asking questions. See, it's very different. When God asks questions, God is trying to stir faith. When humans ask questions, they are looking for something to hold on to. When question after question after question after question keep arising. There's hardly faith. Are you for us or for our that is That is not even a good question. And then the angel too did not give him a good answer. No. What does no mean? Neither. Neither. This is an assurance we must have. God is, me, is for me. God is with me. And he has a plan. Let's close this. I'm closing my Bible so I can, I can close this. And God said in Joshua chapter 6 verse 2. See, God said, look now, look. See, Joshua, oh, help me, Holy Spirit. Somebody's got to receive this today before I close this service. God said, look, it's the same thing Joshua was already looking at. When he asked the angel, are you for us or against us? God said, look now. God wanted him to look with a different set of eyes. God said, look, you see this, this 
Jericho, I have already given it to you. I have already given it to you. Joshua said, what? What? How? This is an impossible situation. So many people are listening to me today that are dealing with some impossible situations. Listen to me. Your mind will never be able to come up with the answer that God has prepared. You will never be able to devise it in your mind. You are going to go from one cycle of disappointment to another cycle of disappointment as long as you keep depending on that, your limited mind. There is no answer. There is no way. There is no might that your mind has to come up with the way around that difficulty. But God, oh, I feel like shouting. My God knows the way to the city. My God knows the way to the city. My God knows the way to the city. There is a strategy, my friends, for every miracle, for every breakthrough, for every difficulty. God has a plan. God has a plan, my friends. He's not a man. God has a plan. There's a strategy. When you get God's strategy, you see everything just, everything just rests. In this situation, what was the strategy? God said, you are going to, you are going to go around. And then on the last day, seven days, and then on the last day, seven days, on the last day, you are going to shout. You are going to shout for praise. Huh? That's how we are going to bring down these big walls. Do you know the walls of Jericho? Multiple chariots can ride on the walls. Jericho was so strategic to the plan of God for the children of Israel. It was so strategic that at the very beginning, right after Joshua received his mandate to be Moses' successor, this was the first assignment he pursued. Slap your neighbor, say, you've got to hear this. Don't miss this. God is trying to say something to you. God is trying to tell you something. God is trying to tell you something. (laughs) God is trying to tell you something. There's a strategy. There's a strategy. God is trying to tell you, I'm about to close, come on. God is trying to tell you something. Jericho was so significant to the plan of God for the promised land that it was the first assignment Joshua undertook. What did he do? He called two spies and said, in Joshua chapter 2, first thing, send them, go and spy the land of Jericho. And God said, the walls are going to come crashing down. Say, huh? These walls? These thick walls? How many chariots? Let's guess our best mathematicians. Our best engineers. Let them create cyber chariots. God said, no, you don't need that. You need a shout of praise. You need a shout of praise. My friend, your shout counts. Something happens when believers shout in praise to God. As they started shouting, the walls of Jericho came down. Your walls of Jericho are coming down. Your walls of Jericho are coming down. I'm prophesying to somebody today. You find the plan of God, your walls of Jericho are coming down. You find the plan of God, your walls of Jericho are coming down. You find the plan of God, your walls of Jericho are coming down. The, The plan is not in your head. The plan is not in your head. And it's not in your spouse's head. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? How are we going to get out? How are we going to get out? That is not the plan. That is not the plan. There's a strategy. There's a strategy. Let's plug into that strategy this morning. Stand to your feet. Let's give the Lord a shout of praise. Come on, everybody. Wherever you are in this sanctuary, at home, virtual, wherever you are. Come on, I want you just... Go ahead, give the Lord a shout of praise. Give him your best shout. 
Give the Lord your best shout. Come on. Play some loud music. Come on. I want you to give the Lord your best shout. Give the Lord your best shout. Give the Lord your best shout, somebody. Give the Lord your best shout. Come on, shout of praise. 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 Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah is our heavenly language. Hallelujah is the language of angels. Come on, help me this morning. Let's shout a lot of hallelujahs in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Let's do it again. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Lift that music loud. Hallelujah. Come on, let's do it again. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, we gotta do it some more. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we praise you. We lift up your holy name. We magnify you, our King. We lay down our crowns before you. With all of our hearts, we declare you are the only true God. Every other God is an idol. Every other God is a liar. Every other God is a failure. You are the only true God. We worship you today. We praise your holy name today. Lord, arise in our praise. Arise in our shout. Let your name be lifted up. Let your glory be lifted up. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you honor. We give you worship. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Lord, bless this communion element. Ah, as we take them together, let the shout of the king arise within us. Let the roar of the lion arise within us. My friends, something is about to happen in this world. 2024 is going to be different. 2024 is going to be different. The things that people hold on to will fail them. There are vipers coming out of every corner. These vipers will afflict not only the world, but they are going to seek to afflict the church as well. But only those that know their God will be strong and do exploits. The ones who know, I'm a child of the king. Ah, I operate in a different economy. Ah, my God is the king of the universe. All may fail, but my God will never fail. All may collapse, but my God will never lose. So, child of God, hold on strong to your covenant with God. Hold on strong to the tenets of the supernatural. Miracle after miracle after miracle. 
you will see an experience not because you could devise it in your mind but because the supernatural God revealed them to you and you will win when it is all said and done at the end of the day the walls of Jericho would have fallen down flat and you will be running around taking the city, taking the portions that God has prepared for you. Come on somebody, shout a praise. Give the Lord a glory in this house. Come on somebody, if you believe it, give the Lord a praise in this house. Thank you Lord. Let's take communion. It's a communion of royalty. We are sitting around the table where God has prepared for us good things in the presence of our enemies. All our enemies can do is watch and observe. They can see it, but they can't touch it. As you take this communion in this service as we close out, I want you to take it as royalty. See yourself at the table of the king. Let the roar of the lion arise within you. Let the shout of the king emanate from you. In the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is a covenant of royalty. This is a covenant of royalty. You are no ordinary person. You are not an ordinary man. You are not an ordinary woman. You are a child of the king. You are a descendant of the lion of the tribe of Judah. The shout of the king is within you. The roar of the lion is rolling out of you. I see walls falling down before you. May prediva kasite de de shita. May predika nama kozoto nambre hege disata. Zepre lopra nakize de kizata. Zutana prediva hange kis. Lepre negevis lopadi kabasoto nambre heakas. Dipranega vaso kabakubra kavasa. Ziprenega. Itananto predi la predive kisetede zotononga akiba apre ege sitada dikenegevis lo parakabasi tekenigabasi porodisa. Hallelujah. 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 Let's go ahead. Let's take the body of the Lord Jesus Christ that has been broken for us. Let's take it with thanksgiving. Glory to God. This is part of the inheritance of the king that has been given to us. Go ahead. Stick the body. Let's be thankful in Jesus' name. The same blood that ran through the veins of Jesus when he was on this earth runs through your spiritual veins. When he emptied out his blood, he emptied it out for you before ascending to heaven. That blood is the sacred reminder before the Father of the eternal work 
that the Lord Jesus Christ completed. That same blood is available to you. Let's celebrate. Let's take this wine. Let's be thankful. In Jesus' name. just take a moment let's close out well let's close out well as this year closes out let's close out well there's so many things going on in the atmosphere let's close out well accident is not your portion this period of the year usually people know this this is when there are the most accidents in every year accident is not your portion the bible said there is no misfortune in god's plan for you Sickness is not your portion. Premature death is not your portion. Bankruptcy and poverty is not your portion. Lack will not find your address in the name of Jesus. You are covered. You are covered. You are covered by the covenant. You are covenant, you are covered, your household is covered, your children are covered, your family is covered, your parents are covered, your siblings are covered, everyone under your spiritual jurisdiction is covered by this covenant. We receive protection, we receive preservation of life, we receive provision, we receive promotion in the name of Jesus. Every good thing ordained by God will find you. They will locate you. You will not be a victim. You will not be a victim. You will not be a victim. You will walk as a victor. Collateral damage will not be your portion. Collateral damage will not be your portion. You will not be in the wrong place at the wrong time. You will not be in the right place at the wrong time. In the name of Jesus, the victory of the Godhead is yours. I am on a mission. I know you can tell. In Ezra chapter 3, verse 10 and 11. When the foundation of the new temple was laid... The Bible says God's ordination according to the tabernacle of David that was prepared was that there will be great praise, great singing, great shouting amongst the people. And they started to sing. And the Bible said they shouted with a great shout because the king was walking in their midst. But at the same time that they were shouting, some of the older people, the Bible says, some of the ancient men who saw the old temple in his glory, the temple of Solomon, in a moment that was supposed to be dedicated to praise, they were weeping. And the Bible said they were crying so loud, People could not distinguish the difference between the shout of praise and the cry of sorrow. I am on a mission. Your shout of praise must completely submerge and subdue every cry of sorrow. I don't care any emotion any emotion, any other emotion, they are natural. Give to them as much as you have time. But your shout of praise must rise higher above every other emotion. You must not cry more than you shout. You must not lament more than you shout. 
You must not be sorrowful more than you shout in praise. Your shout of praise must rise above everything else. Come on, somebody. Clap your hands. All you people, shout unto God with the voice of triumph. That is my mission. To make sure in every camp, in every household, the shout of praise rises higher above every other emotion. The shout of praise. The shout of praise. The shout of praise. Why? Because the king is among us. The king is within us. The king is around us. Come on, somebody give him a shout of praise. Come on, somebody give him a shout of praise.